are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 103.7 The Buzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Today's podcast is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code Locked On. You'll get 20% off your next order. It is also brought to you by Coors Light. We all love us some Coors Light, right? It's a time that's made to chill. Even though it's cold outside, we still got to find ways to chill, kick back, relax, and enjoy the Christmas season. Whether the kids are opening up gifts or whether you're watching some of these great bowl games, reach for that beverage that's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lager, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill, and it's crisp and as refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. Perfect for a moment to unwind. And Coors Light is the one that I choose when I need to unwind because I need to unwind, folks. I'm just so wrapped up in my own life. Sometimes I just need to kick back and chill. So when you need to hit the reset, button and do the same thing reach for that beer that's made to chill get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door at get.coorslight.com celebrate responsibly Coors Brewing Company Golden Colorado Arkansas is playing TCU in the Texas Bowl coming up on December 31st they're going bowling that should be all the excitement and everything that should be involved and we wanted to talk a little bit about Arkansas and TCU but get the TCU perspective we know Arkansas but let's talk TCU so right now let's go to the phone lines and welcome in Drew Davison who covers TCU for the Fort Worth Star Telegram and does a phenomenal job doing it and Drew I'm telling you I'm excited about this game it seems like it's a great matchup uh what do you make of this game and this matchup between TCU and Arkansas yeah, John. I mean, obviously, uh, TCU's had a pretty uh, steady coaching staff, and, and obviously Arkansas has had, uh, you know, obviously a whole new coaching staff in there uh, for this game. But, you know, TCU, kind of the same old story, their defense, a lot of talent on that side of the ball, especially uh, in the secondary. They got, you know, top safeties and, and one of the better rising cornerbacks in the country and Trey Tomlinson. So, uh, you know, TCU's got a pretty stout defense once again, and, and offensively, they're kind of a growing unit still with a sophomore quarterback in Max Duggan. Well, the Horn Frogs went six and four this year, and I know COVID has really changed everyone's season. But as far as what TCU fans were expecting going into the year, did this year go about as planned? Was it uh, lesser than or more than? Did they overachieve, underachieve? Like, what was the fans feeling as far as how this year went for TCU? Well, I would say it's kind of a like 2020, a mixed bag. Early on, when they were one and three, is definitely an underachieving uh, team, and and certainly failed to live up to expectations. And then they closed by winning five of their last six, which I think a lot of people, you know, would have thought, hey, this is about you know where they should be and and contending for games. And when you look back, you know, they lost to Iowa State by one score. Uh, in the season opener, and, and you know they didn't have Max Duggan, their starting quarterback, for the first half in that game. So um, it's kind of going about you know what I would say was expected, at least from an, an objective standpoint. Uh, but with that being said, um, there's definitely higher expectations going into the next season in terms of contending for a Big 12 championship and things like that. But as far as this year. Um, you know, I think it's that part of the course and, and very 2020 just in terms of, uh, you know, bad start, good finish. You know, it's funny because I look at TCU and there've always been a program that's been pretty consistent. And you, you mentioned Gary Patterson. I mean, he's been there since 2000. 
it's such a rarity in college football to have a coach be at one school for five years, much less 20 years. Uh, he's had some great success as well, but uh, what has been the key to his prolonged success there at TCU, especially with the changing of conferences and everything? How has he been able to maintain such a consistency and competitive nature because we know how college football is and coaches don't last very long, especially if they're not winning championships. No, and Kirk Ferentz is the only coach in college football that has been at his school longer than Gary Patterson. But, you know, I know it's cliche, but it, it goes back to defense. I mean, Gary Patterson has always been able, you know, obviously they've had some down years and, and years where uh, they weren't as good, but the defense has always kind of, in their bread and butter and, and kept them in games and, and, you know, kept them competing for championships. And, and, you know, like I said, the expectations to compete for the Big 12 championship every year at TCU, they haven't been there in a couple of years, but, you know, there, there's been some uh, circumstances, you know, a couple of years ago, they were just decimated by injuries. Uh, a lot of season ending injuries to, to some of their key guys and, then uh, a year ago, you know, they couldn't get it done in one score game. Um, but with that being said, they need to stop those trends and, and get it going in the right direction. But, um, but yeah, I mean, Gary Patterson's always been a great defensive mind, and he's had uh, great defenses kind of always been able to keep TCU in ball games and winning ball games. You know, Drew, if Arkansas, which is a team that's had its own share of up and downs this year, but obviously much better than what it's been in the previous seasons, but if Arkansas was going to go into the Texas Bowl and win this game, what's what's the recipe to have success against TCU? How do you beat TCU this year? Well, I think, number one, you got to slow down the running game. Uh, TCU's got a pretty good running back course. they got a five-star freshman named Jack Evans out of the Houston area. Uh, true freshman who, who looks like he's going to be uh, a really good player here in the coming years. Um, and they've got, you know, Darwin Barlow, another kid who's, who's had a good season. So they've got a pretty strong running game. And when TCU's rushed for over 200 yards, uh, they've won every game. They're 6-0. and So, um, you know, really containing TCU's running game. Is, if Arkansas is able to do that and, and force them to beat them through the air, I think that'll bode well for them. And then, of course, you know, just finding ways to – uh, score on TCU's defense. I mean, TCU's been, you know, had, had a pretty solid year defensively, but they've been prone to give up the big plays. So if Arkansas can strike on a couple big plays, uh, you, you got to like their chances. We'll continue our discussion with Drew Davison here in just a little bit. But, folks, are we ready for some football? College football is heading into bowl season. There are some big matchups going on not only this week, but this weekend and weekends to come. Also, NFL regular season is finishing up and the playoff picture is becoming clear. There is only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust, and that's betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag, and you can use that promo code Locked On for your 50% welcome bonus. How good is that? College football is what we talk about here on this podcast. We talk Arkansas, but we also talk SEC. And there's a lot of great games, not for mention the college football playoff and the championships. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit at betonline.ag. It's the place to go, folks. I use it. You should use it. It will not veer you wrong, and it is the way to do your sports betting. Again, BetOnline over at betonline.ag, your online sports book, your online sports book experts. 
You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. So about the matchup against Arkansas, because I'm sure you've kind of been like I did, where you didn't you waited until the announcement was made official, then you kind of dove in and said, all right, so let's see about Arkansas, kind of like what I did with TCU. But what you know about Arkansas and maybe the opportunities that you've had a chance to watch them this year, how do you feel like they match up with TCU? Because the last time that these two teams faced, they went one and one against each other and both teams won on each other's home turf. But as far as in this game this year, how do you feel like they match up and who has the advantage? Well, I certainly think TCU has the advantage winning five of the last six, and I do think, you know, that they've played better, so to speak, if you will. But I think Arkansas is a kind of a rising program, a promising program with, with Sam Pittman and, and you know, Sam Carter, the cornerbacks coach, is a TCU product and obviously kind of regarded as an up-and-coming coach in, in the coaching ranks, so... Um, they certainly, you know, have some some uh, crossover, if you will, between the coaching staffs. But you know, I, I do think Arkansas, like I said, I think they've got some playmakers. If they're able to hit connect on some of those big plays, which TC has given up quite a few, especially early on the season, I think they're going to be right there and, and make it a game, make it interesting. Okay, so if I'm looking at TCU this year, as far as uh, you know, their quarterback, you talk about Duggan, and he's got the leading the team in passing and rushing. So Arkansas going up against dual threat quarterbacks, they've kind of struggled, especially on third down. But he's obviously got the ability to do many different things. As far as him as a quarterback, how do you feel like he can fare against a defense like Arkansas? Even though uh, they've had success this year defensively, he seems like a quarterback that could cause some problems for many different teams. Yeah, well, and that's what he's going to have to. I mean, when TCU's at their best, and I mentioned the 200 yards rushing, a lot of that is because Max Duggan's having success on the ground, you know, to get him to that uh, 200 number. Uh, so they, he has to be able to use his leg to, to get yards, get first down, um, and establish the running game that way as well. So I do think he, he's got a chance to, to do damage on the ground and in the air, you know, he, he's got a great arm uh, and things like that. But sometimes, you know, he, he's the classic. He's still a fresh or a sophomore. Um, and kind of with some of these young quarterbacks, it's, you know, hey, that's great. You can hit the, the driver and, and just <laughs> watch it. But, you know, hitting a pitching legend and putting some air under it is okay at times, too. So, you know, he's still kind of growing in, in that regard. But uh, he has improved on his touch pass. But, you know, in, in his accuracy, but there's still uh, some room to grow there as well. You know, just speaking of TCU as a program itself, it seems like right now, especially being a part of the Big 12, we know that Oklahoma is always going to be good, and Oklahoma State's done a really good job with Gundy. But in the state of Texas itself, it seems like it's such a hodgepodge where it's wide open. Obviously, A&M's in the SEC, but just looking at it from the Big 12 perspective, Texas Tech is kind of going through their own uh, situation. Baylor's, of course, on new coach as well. Texas, who knows what in the world's going on over there with Tom Herman. It just seems like TCU is, is in a place right now where they could really take over the state of Texas in the Big 12 and have the most type of success. Like, How do you feel just as far as going forward TCU matching up against these other teams in Texas out of the Big 12? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think TCU's going to be right there competing for the Big 12 title next year. Um, and, and they've kind of done a really nice job of not only uh, getting you know high, ta- high highly touted recruits uh, like one of their freshman receivers, for instance, Quentin Johnson, big play potential, 
Um, you know, he could have a, a couple big plays against Arkansas, but he he was originally committed to Texas, flipped to TCU as a four-star kid. Uh, Zach Evans, the running back, five-star kid. So they've done a good job of, of landing some highly talented recruits, but they're still able to find guys who are kind of underlooked or under-recruited. A guy like Trey Tomlinson, obviously LaDainian Tomlinson's nephew, uh, but I think he was only a three-star recruit coming out of Waco. Uh, Baylor was really his you know, other strong offer. He ended up coming to TCU, and, and he's really developed into one of their best defensive backs. So uh, TCU's really kind of has a nice blend of, of you know, high-end recruits uh, playing up to their, their ranking as well as developing some of these lesser-known guys. We'll continue our discussion with Drew Davison here in just a second. But, folks, I've talked to you about Built Bar, and it is even more deliciouser than it's ever been before. It's all about convenience, right? We're cooking up a storm. We're trying to make sure that all the food is ready for the family when they come here for Christmas. It's a lot of work. It's not easy. But the thing is, is that we still got to eat our actual food, but sometimes it's tough. It's tough to make time for it. That's what Built Bar is great. It's not only got 18 different flavors, but it's also great for all of us health conscious people. Whether we can lose or maintain weight, we can do it all with Built Bar because they're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and they're great for various diets. And the best part about it is right here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast, you can go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. doesn't matter how many you order. You can order one for the entire 2021 season or the year, I should say. doesn't matter. However much you order, you can order as much as you want. And when you use that promo code LOCKEDON, you'll get 20% off of it. It's a great deal, folks. Don't let it slide. Don't let it get past you. Use promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. You know, another thing that I kind of find fascinating with the Big 12 is obviously this year they don't have a team in the college football playoff, which uh, doesn't happen very often. But again, it's been a crazy year. Do you feel like that? Like Oklahoma's always going to be there, but like, as far as going forward with the college football playoff, I've asked this question to everybody. Do you feel like it needs to be expanded? Do you feel like there needs to be adjustments made? not just for the sake of the Power Five conferences, but certainly seemed like this year with the top four teams that got in there, there was a lot of controversy surrounding them as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, I definitely think so. I, I think on the flip side, you know, you, I think you can make an argument that, hey, this was the year the DCS would have been fine and, and just Clemson and Alabama uh, <laughs> are, are the, clearly the two best. But, uh, but no, I, I do think it's time to expand to eight. And I've always thought eight makes sense because, uh, you know, when and you can still keep the bowl game uh, relevancy and whatnot by just you know with the New Year Six, it's kind of set up with four four of them hosting quarterfinal matchups, two of them hosting semifinals, and then of course you got the title game. Uh, so I think you know eight makes sense, and then you also give an opportunity to a team like Cincinnati or or some of these group of five teams that you know go undefeated and deserve a shot. You know, I'm not saying, you know, that they would be in Alabama or at Clemson, but, you know, they should at least be given that opportunity. Uh, and, and then you also kind of assure that, hey, every Power Five conference is going to be represented. And, and you know, I, the, the, I was talking to Bob Olsey, the Big 12 commissioner, about this on a teleconference. He was saying he loves that there's the inherent drama of, quote-unquote, one Power Five conference is always going to get screwed out of the playoff, and, and there's that drama debate. But, you know, even with eight teams, there's going to be debate between 
seven, eight, nine, ten. You know, there, there's still going to be uh, teams who feel like they should have gotten in who weren't. All right, last one before I let you get out of here, man. I, I know that it, taking you back to these two teams, Arkansas and TCU, playing just a few years ago. I don't know if how long you've been covering TCU, but if you had a chance, remember that game in 2016 down there in Fort Worth was one of the craziest games I've ever been a part of. I actually got to go down there and check out TCU, and it was an awesome place and an awesome atmosphere. But uh, were you covering TCU at that time, and what do you remember about that game? Because there were a lot of big plays that made the difference in that matchup. Yeah, I, I was actually the backup Cowboys writer that season, but I do remember watching it and just remembering the, the, the crazy drama. It's just kind of your classic college football game where uh, no team could really, you know, <laughs> every big play uh, seemed to get answered, you, you know, where, where no team could really just, hey, we got we hit on this big play, let's let's close it out, let's finish it. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I just remember the double overturn. 41-38, I believe, and, and just, uh, you know, just how, it, I mean, just a great, entertaining football game. Kind of reminded me of, you know, game six of the 2011 World Series between Cardinals and Rangers. It might not have been the uh, best baseball in terms of just pure baseball, discipline and plays, things like that, but you, you couldn't beat the drama or, or kind of the ups and downs and the swings for each program. Yeah, I still don't think I've forgiven Brett Bielma for kicking to Turpin that day. I mean, it ended up not costing him, but I'm like, what are you doing? Like, why are you kicking it to Turpin? You know how good he is. Like, yeah, they, like, I agree with you, though. As far as games yeah. go, it didn't seem like anyone wanted to win that game. They were both making weird decisions where it's like, man, uh, like, what are you doing here? Because I think it was uh, also, um, his name just escaped me, but the quarterback that transferred from A&M to TCU in that game. Yeah, Kenny Hill. Kenny Hill, yeah. yes, yes. When he did kind of like the throat slash thing, got 15 yards, you know, that made the difference. So it was it was just a crazy game, one of the craziest games I've ever been a part of. Yeah, yeah. I just remember watching on TV and, uh, you know, I, it, you know, like I said, just a classic college football game that kept us entertained. And, uh, <laughs> and obviously neither team was, uh, you know, headed to the CFC or whatnot. But uh, still, uh, you, know, you know, just a fun game. Kind of what you want out of those non-conference matchups. Well, appreciate everybody listening into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. 